0: Well, hello, and welcome back, once again, to another creepy, scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, <laughs> and boy, do we got some skelly skelly stuff for you today. Oh, Stephen's got some scar- I've got some skilly, skilly haunted waters to talk about today. Hmm. And I want everyone to uh, know this is episode 94. Hmm. Man, just want to say thanks, everybody, for that. Uh, this is the 94th episode. I uh, just want to say thanks to everybody for listening and subscribing. Like right now, if you're listening to this, whether you're listening to the video version or you're uh, doing the audio part, hit follow, subscribe, whatever you got to do. That way, whenever I put something up new, uh, I can. So, all right. Well, I hope everybody's having a great spooky, scary week. I hope it's going great for you wherever wherever you're at. And uh, I don't ever get poli- politics on here because it's not my thing. On this podcast, this podcast is my ghost story stuff so but I just want to send a shout out to uh, Ukraine and if uh, everybody would uh, allow me to let's take a 10 minute pause real quick before I start and give a quick shout out to uh, Ukraine or whatever but we'll take a 10 minute break real quick okay I didn't mean a 10-minute break, I mean a 10-minute pause. Excuse me on the audio version. I've got the camera on today. So remember, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Stitcher or whatever, or Pandora, uh go to YouTube. I got a video going. So, and I want to try maybe to do some of these uh videos. Tell you what I'm going to do. Y'all can comment and whatever through the stories and tell me what you think or whatever. So I'd like to do that, you know. So and you guys send me some emails. Talk to me on the old uh, Facebook. Sorry if I forget about it. I'm trying to get better at that so I can promote my show better. Ah, Yeah, I'm not that good at it. Sorry. I'm not a media guy, but I'm trying to be. Listen, man, I'm 45. I'm not used to all this technology, but it's awesome. But anyways, I hope you guys have been having a great week. Once again, thanks to everybody who listens. My numbers keep keep growing, so I'm getting over 200 uh, downloads a month. So it's it's good. I mean, I consider that's good to me because I don't I'm I'm spending any money. I mean, I'm spending my money. I'm not making any money on this. I don't have any, really any advertising. I do besides just what y'all hear. So for Growing like it is, and me being a little old country boy from Texas doing this, I uh, makes me feel pretty good, so maybe in five years, I'll be doing it full time. That's my goal. Oh, if if it comes sooner, hey, but that's my goal, five years. But anyways, enough about me. Let's get down to some skilly skilly stories, boys and girls. <laughs> I got some good stuff today. Like I said, we're going to go over some haunted waters, lakes and rivers, stuff like that, you know, because I've never really went over. I was got to thinking I was going to go back and I was like, you know, I've never really done like water and rivers and lakes and stuff. So let me whip my whistle here and we'll get the fucker going. Ah, man. All right. Okay, our first story is our first story is the lower the uh, lower Yellowstone Falls. Say that three times fast. All right, and of course you know this is in Yellowstone. <laughs> okay, waterfalls can both be beautiful and terrifying at the same time. They offer a sense of uhcen- serenity, but going over the edge is the uh, is this stuff of nightmares. yeah, I would say, see, I'm afraid of heights cliffs will scare the shit out of me, okay, well, in eighteen seventy, a group of uh, five american five American meentaha men and their crow guide. Went exploring deep in the canyons of Yellowstone. Native American tribesmen in the area stole all the uh, horses overnight. The oh, it's a militia man. Oh, militia. I'm sorry. The militia man began pursuit and soon caught up. While the uh, tribe was, <coughs> excuse me, the tribe was crossing the river, or crossing the river near the lower falls. The raft the, tri- the tribe had constructed was not strong enough to go over these uh, strong current. To It wasn't uh, strong enough to keep up with the uh, currents, and basically the water beat it to death. Uh, where was I at? Uh, The strong currents came. Most of the horses, however, had already had already been able to swim their uh, way across. The men and the women furiously paddled, while the uh, raft began slowly sinking below the uh, water as it headed towards the falls. They began to chant a death song as they got closer to the edge. Allegedly, the explorers raised their hands in salute. As, they, as their raft went over the edge. Oh my God. Could you imagine watching these people just ah, going off? Yeah. That'd be pretty creepy to watch. Uh, where was it at? Okay. Legend has it. Two screaming, screaming eagles flew by at the same time. Today people say... People say that while standing near the uh, falls, they can hear the tribe chanting their death song. Uh, that would be kind of creepy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's just one of the stories. Oh. I think I grabbed the wrong thing again. Oh. Okay, well, that's about the uh waterfalls. Yeah. Yep, I was done with it. I thought I had more, but I don't. My bad. Okay, well, let me get my papers going over here. And I did not bring. Oh, there's my pen, baby. I just put a check mark there. The Hyson Lake. Okay, here we go. I do have some more stuff. See, I knew I did. I just had to find all my notes over here. (laughs) I'm very unorganized. If I ever uh, make it big at this, I'm very indefinitely going to need a uh, secretary. Okay. Here's another uh, little tidbit I found. A ghost story was born in the lower falls of the Yellowstone in eighteen seventy when okay, the militia of man okay, I've already told that said now that never mind well, sorry, this is a story we've already talked about well, okay, well, that's pretty much it for the falls. I'm sorry, I should have read over my notes better before I started this, but anyways. The, basic of the story is some Indians were out one night uh, around Niagara, or Niagara Falls, Yellowstone, and around the uh, lower Yellowstone Falls, and the militia, they took their horses and stuff, and I guess the militia guys were chasing them, and they went across the river close to the waterfall, and the waterfall, it's weird, you'd think it'd be pushing you, but I think when you get closer to the waterfall, it starts pulling you in. Well, their boat started sinking. Like I said, it wasn't made good enough. And people say they uh, can hear them. And sometimes they say, if the evening's right or a good morning's right, you can catch the uh, uh, Indians in the morning on their boat. They say you can see their ghosts. So that one's pretty creepy. Pretty creepy. I don't know why it keeps doing that. I don't know why I got a glitch. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if y'all hear that or if it's just me. Every now and then I hear a... Okay. Let's go to our next story, ladies and gents. This is the... Seiko River. Have you heard about the curse of Seiko River? Before I ventured into it with my husband and my and our friends I doubted the story and I would have gone uh, on the uh, I would have gone anyway According to the legend according to the legend the wife and the in an infant son of Squadu Sk- chief of the uh, Seiko tribe were traveling by canoe near the mouth of the river when the uh, when they encountered three rowdy, drunk English uh, sailors. The sailors allegedly made a uh, few made a few bets, then snatched the uh, baby from the mother and threw him into the river. What the fuck? I see. I don't read that stuff. Before I uh, do it, I, just for that simple reason, I want the shock factor. I don't really want to know what happens. So basically, they run on the run into these drunk fucking sailors, and they take the baby out of her arms and throw it in the river. What the hell? Dang! They throw it in the river to see if uh, American Indian habits were natural or natural born. He basically threw it in the water because he wanted to see if it was a natural born swimmer, as they uh, claimed. And, of course, the uh, baby died. Oh, well, now let me keep reading. The uh, mother mother rescued her baby, but he died a few days later. <coughs> the grieving uh, squadu, who was said to have great spiritual powers put a curse on the Saxony River saying that every that every year after three white people would drown in the river some historical accounts state that the death of uh, of Squall's son which is said to have occurred in 1870 and in 1675 marked the end of the peaceful relations between these settlers and the American Indians living in the region. Like many stories that have been passed down, the legend of the Seco River has multiple versions. One version holds that the event took place near Leamington, Maine, and the victim was a chief's daughter. The maiden was a Supposedly kidnapped by three white settlers, and carried off in a, a canoe, the girl fell out of the fell out in the infamous uh, Lemington Rips rips. And her father placed a curse on the river ever since. Hmm, that's one story, and here's number two. Todd Baker, historian and uh, archaeologist at the New York Institute Museum in Seiko, offers a different uh, perspective on the legend. Early historians' accounts describe an incident of the Seiko that led to an American Indian's uh, to American Indians' baby's death. But there's no mention of the curse until about 1880, said Baker. I think the legend of the curse might have sprung up as some other legends did during what we call the uh, Colonial Revival era when it was uh, popular in the uh, Romantic events that took place in the uh, colonial period. Sorry, I'm not trying to block the camera here. Maybe a modern, uh, maybe so, but modern inhabitants of the regions avow that on average, that on average, three lives are lost in the Seco River per year. Whoa, that's a pretty weird fact. They uh, maintain healthy respect for the curse. Old timers recall hearing the legend told by their parents and grandparents. Says uh, Charles Brown, 85 of Leamington. It was something uh, we all knew about. So they grew, you grew up in this area hearing about it and you probably still do. I'm sorry if y'all are hearing that little glitch too. Of course, I'm real picky when it comes to my sound. I got to be sounding good. Okay. River of Oh, and it's also called the uh, River of Death. Let's see what else we got here. One of the best uh, local authorities on this subject may be uh, may be. I can't even fucking talk. Maybe Ruth Chaplin, a lifelong resident of Step Falls, Maine, town librarian for 45 years and a reporter for the Portland Press Herald for 20 years. Chaplin recalls writing plenty of stories about drownings in the river. Excuse me. She says the curse has been carried out many, many years in drownings up and down the uh length of the seiko i'm not sure why i didn't become a uh s- 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 this uh and uh pfft. let's start this again <coughs> i'm not sure why i didn't become a stat because in april of 1973 when my canoe flipped on the uh, seiko river trapping me trapping me below it Perhaps the uh, spirits had not yet been uh, been awoken for the season, or maybe my accident occurred at the uh, safe distance from the uh, scene of the original tragedy. More than likely, my great 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 grandfather, Clib Hudgenden, deserves the credit. He married an Albania woman. Thereby ending his uh, disconnections with the uh, American Indian uh, blood. Just a trace by now. But perhaps enough to save me from the uh, Seiko curse. See? Because she's a white chick. And she said the curse is three white people. So, I'm sorry if that's irritating y'all back there. But I'll fix that next time. It is kind of weird. Because the focus is supposed to be on me. It's all about me. Okay, we got another story about some haunted waters. I hope you guys aren't too scared. Hopefully I'm telling these stories good for you. Even though I'm a dyslexic guy and I'm all... I'm glad you're uh, listening. All right, we got our next story. Our next story comes to us from... <clears throat> like I said, Australia. It's called the Devil's Pool, along the Bruce Highway, sixty kilometres of, kerns in north in northern Queensland, Australia, three stream three streams rush down from atop Mount Perry, Parte Fieri, Mont- and they uh, go through untouched rainforest wilderness and cover and a lot of. Uh, coverage among some large boulders near a non-respect town called bandia what has come to be known as the bandia boulders are well known for the inviting crystal clear waters of these streams and the uh, picture perfect natural beauty of the whole place and it has served to attract droves of tourists to the spot every year because of its beauty, beauty. However, what many of the uh, photographs and campers and hikers at its peaceful spot, as well as the swimmers wading through the calm, precious little pools of water, they're not aware of it. It's that the site goes by, an- the site goes by another name, too. For more, for uh, some of the people, it goes by the Devil's Pool, and it has been feared by the uh, Aborigines of the area for centuries, perhaps with good reason, as this pl- as this is a place long stepped uh, steeped with death, forbidding in a dark dark re- 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 uh, dark reputation. The native people of the area have uh, long shunned the the uh, place, the uh, Devil's Pool. A lot. Ugh. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just kind of nervous. I don't know why. I'm looking at the camera and I can't speak. The native people people of the area have shunned the area, uh, called the Devil's Pool, and one uh, Aborigines legend is particularly tragic according to the dark tale there was once a young beautiful woman from the uh, Duncha tribe named ablania that was weird <laughs> and it's uh once a young beautiful woman okay from da, da, da. and this a uh, maiden married a respected tribal elder man elder man war war when she uh, met a handsome young man from another tribe, she sent forth into a uh, forbidden affair. See, that's what always happens, guys. Keep your willy in your britches. Running off, running off away into the wilderness with her uh, newfound lover. Unfortunately for her, Olana's husband was a powerful man within her tribe and he sent out search parties to hunt the pair down to put an end to their adulterous affair. When they were finally uh, surrounded and separated at the Bajonis Boulders, Alona is then said to have thrown herself into the water and drowned rather than face a blink life without her true love. According to the Aborigines' tales, she has never really left. And still prowls these waters, looking to lure young men to the water to their, their watery watery grave. The legend has become notable in light of the fact over the years a large number of young men have mysteriously met their deaths here. Great, I'm an old man. I can go there and swim, and she won't lure me in, but I won't take my son. And since 1959, at least 17 people are more still in old. Okay, wait. Okay, since 1950, at least 17 people have drowned here under under a strange, strange circumstances. W- which means is uh, a lot of the bodies don't get found, so... In many cases, the victims are said to be forcefully pulled and held under as if unseen hands were pulling them down. This side is said to be particularly aggressive towards men, those that disrespect the pull in any way. In one story of a young man visiting the area took a kick on a... Oh, Visiting the area took a kick... At one of the uh, signs there, after which he slapped. Then he fell into the deep pool and he drowned. Oh my God. Guy was being cool, kicking shit, and she's like, fine, you can go drown. Other mysterious deaths are not uh, as clear. Such as the 24-year-old Peter McCain, McCain, who in 1979 was uh, climbing up a boulder. Yeah, climbing up a boulder, jumped a small gap, and slipped to go tumbling into the water below. After which he uh, surprised, or after that he simply vanished without a trace. See, that's some weird shit. Well, too, you don't know what kind of forces that has to pull you down there, because it's weird. You got to look its place up The Looks like it's got a real good, uh, you know, uh, current in there to suck you down. Uh, it would take uh, teams of divers over six weeks to finally find his body, logged down in the murk of the bottom of the pool. Uh, one one rescuer who uh, helped him helped in the search, police dive Peter Tibbs explain the scene and this is his words i have been called for i have been called on four times to try and find bodies down there but one of the most interesting case was a young uh, fellow named patrick can he uh, thought he knew his he thought he knew he was in there but he could not get the uh, body because the water is so cold it is so deep and it flows so fast and so eight or 10 times we went down and we were eventually uh cut the logs out of the uh place underwater on and on the uh last day after we uh, almost given up we cut the last log it lo- we cut the last log that was in the uh chute and the body floated free- freely and that was uh, five weeks and five days from the time he'd gone missing, so it was pretty. Uh, it was a pretty gross sight, but it was. Uh, hey, quit, Max. But uh, it was a pretty gross sight, but it was a great relief to get the body and, uh bodies, so the family could uh, get some closure. Okay, here's some more. There was also a case of a young couple that was swept away by a freak flash flood at the site where they were taking in the view. (coughs) That's weird. Okay. With the woman surviving, but the man never heard from again. Perhaps the most recent and dramatic account of a mystery death at the Devil's Pool is that of a 23-year-old Tasmanian naval seaman. <laughs> he's a seaman, but he's not only just a seaman, he's a Tasmanian naval seaman. His name was John uh, was James Bennett. Who he, who had been out uh, out for a day exploring the area with some friends in 2010. The group had jumped over a satisfying railing to set on in a natural tub of uh, churning water, known locally as the uh, washing machine. According to uh, one of James's friends, he had been swimming in calm area nearby when he suddenly and frequently yanked backwards as if by an invisible hand which seemed to uh, drag him back towards the the, uh, section of churning water of white water at the back of the pool. James then alleged reached up to grab some branches, which snapped after which his head went under and he just uh, struggled there. Suspended helplessly in the water for no apparent reason with just the tips of his fingers protruding from the surface as he struggled to come up for air. See, that would suck dying that way, man. I would hate that drowning. No. He would remain like this while his uh, father tried to reach out to him and offer his extended uh, leg to grab on. Before sinking down into the depths to his fate, he would not... It would not be until three days later later that the body would be uh, found floating up about in a uh, calmer section of the stream. And a plaque would be uh, erected in the uh, aftermath while reading, He came for a visit and stayed forever. Most of the area now is uh, closed off. Well, people keep dying there. Although inviting uh, local local people uh and visitors still in well it's a beautiful place such tra- such tragic incidents are so beautiful that the area has been numerously railings and warning signs set up over uh all over the place donated donated to the place by volunteers. And that way, people could still swim and they could still be safe. You better not be messing up that sheet. Uh, Where was I at? Okay. Why so many have uh, suddenly drowned in the most calm pools here depends largely on who who you ask. Officials would tell you that it's all due to the uh, fast-running water and freak flash floods or or untamed currents stripped up by the natural lay of the streams and boulders dotting it. This could, this could in turn pull people under and pin them against the rocks or wedge them under uh, sunken logs, drowning them for a uh, bit then it could possibly be witnessed as some sort of mystery or unseen force. The high oxygenation of the water here also does swimmers no favors at all. This is said to make the conditions in the off-limits areas difficult for even the most experienced swimmers to navigate. Indeed, even the uh, divers that have entered the pool to look for bodies have been met with or, or, uh, 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 with bad water conditions at times, despite typically being suddenly tethered to the land by rope. One local official said the dangers of the pool thus there are still dangers of the pools he says.
1: And I think that's about it.
0: Well, here, wait, here's another legend. Uh, This is said to be the telling evidence of of that, perhaps, of the aborigine legends about the pole are perhaps true. That's what they're saying, that maybe with the evidence of what they've found and how people died, maybe it's true. At least some, at least to some degree, you can think it's true. I mean, you never know, man. See, that's what happens when you're a fucking dickhead and you do shit like that. Who would be. Who would just grab a baby and throw it in the fucking water? But that ain't the story. That's the other one. (laughs) I got mixed up. Sorry. But yeah, that one was crazy too, because the. pools and stuff yeah see that goes again i hope y'all see that sometimes there's a little flutter that goes goes over here and it looks like a feather or something but there's no dust up there i keep it decent decent i mean i don't do it once a day i do it once a month (laughs) but anyways Time for our next story. Mm-hmm. Our next story is uh, the Hickabee Beach. Legend has it that a spooky being haunts uh, Hickabee Beach in a one and a half mile stretch at the tip of Cape Island along, along the Delaware Bay. The beach is uh, concealed from view by swampy woods that separate it from the dead and new uh, road. I'm sorry, but something is bugging me. I keep hearing like a click or something. Uh, where was I? The, okay. Historians say that Say the area of Huckabee Beach once was a farmland in the nineteenth century. A tavern that stood on the farm was purchased by Joseph Smith Hickabee in eighteen twenty three and subsequently he turned it into a hotel called the uh her the uh, hermitage or the heritage I'm sorry, the heritage. Hickabee and his young brother Thomas Harris Hickabee operated the hotel for the Delaware Bay Pilots for many years and lived in separate houses on Bay Shore Road nearby the beach. Here's where the haunted part comes in. Joseph died in 1872 and Thomas died in 1879. Thomas Hickabee stated in his will that he wanted to be buried near the hotel in a grave lined with brick and flagstone. He there for, he remained there for decades until the death of his niece, Etta Gregory, who had inherited the entire Hickabee estate. Etta thought it would be a good idea for her to for a good idea to design her uncle Tom against his oh to go against her uncle tom's wishes and bury him next to her at the uh, Goldsmith uh cemetery where their plots both remain today the hotel was demolished in 1940 3 years after ed's death ever since heckeby beach visitors have reported spiritual si- or sp- Yes, spect- spectrical sightings of a man in a long coat, <coughs> sometimes accompanied by a black dog. According to the uh, phenomenal and paranormal investigator, Greg Muniz, who shared his uh, footage in the Cape uh, Biologue, this ghostly man also seems to disappear in his position is pro- when his uh, when his apparition is approached one particular creepy sighting from the area was uh recruited in the was uh, re- recounted in the book cape my ghost stories a woman who claimed to have any paranormal leaning learning or leaning Leanings explained what she saw when she visited the uh, dunes of of Huckabee Beach and observed the uh, ghost of Thomas Hickaby from the uh, Carrier Post. So she's seen him while she was up there at the beach that day on one of the dunes. She said that he looked right at her but more so through her as if unaware of her presence as the sun rose she could see that his color was odd a pale gray almost glory almost glowing she moved closer and noticed details of his uh dress pants that were too short almost tattered at the cuffs and his and a sash instead of a belt, and a very dirty, tattered t-shirt. The woman heard a uh, whispering and giggling sound come from the uh, same area in which the man was standing, which she thought the man heard too, because he turned and started to, as she put it in, Anyways, they both looked at what they were at uh, they both turned around and was uh looking for the baby's voice. Or, you know, not the baby's voice, but the giggling and stuff. So that's kind of weird when a ghost acknowledges a ghost. That's crazy. Uh, when the woman when the woman purchased the ghost over the hill, she saw no footprints. Oh, when the woman pursued the ghost over the hill, she saw no footprints looking down at the beach. The ghost disappeared or climbed into the ocean or glided into the ocean and disappeared underwater. The area of the legend is now owned by the state of New Jersey and is known as the Huckabee Beach Wildlife Management Area. It became a hotspot for Breeders enjoying the uh, birds who who's sing outside its, remo- its remote habitat. So, go check out H- Huckabee Beach and uh, New Jersey. See what you find. You might find something you like. Man, this one's going to be pretty long, too, so I'll wet my whistle. See, do y'all hear that too? All right. Okay. Our next and last story is Lake Roknaoma. It's Long Island's largest and deepest lake, a majestic. majestic expanse surrounded by scenery woods and lined with white sand thousands have flocked to the to its shores each summer to enjoy the the uh, water and bask in these uh, unspoiled natural surroundings excuse me there are scores of local residents who won't even dip their toes in the Lake Rokonoma, And it's not because of its recent bout with the allergy bloom. Buried in the lake's water are untold, are untold lost bodies, they say. The victims of centuries-old ghosts who regularly drag young men to their graves. I would not swim there, said local... Danny Gudo, 44, too big of a risk. Legend is that in the 1600s, a young Setakint Indian prince named Tuskawuta fell madly in love with a blonde beard woodcutter (laughs) She's spotted one day across the water. In one version of the spooky Soulfolk County Saga that don't make any sense. Oh, Saga. I'm sorry. The Soulfolk County Saga the Native American Juliet catches the eye of a Romeo Woodsman. Huge bird saw. And he becomes equally enriched with her but her father forbids her from seeing the white English settler. The distraught princess then, then spends every day for the next seven years writing a bird saw love letters to love letters on pieces of bark, trying to send them to him by floating them across the water. She never gets a response and, in despair, finally rolls into the middle of the lake, stabs herself in the heart. Ah. According to locals who love to retell the tragic tale in one version or another, every year since, the Lady of the Lake has made it her mission to grab a young man from her watery grave to replace her lost lover. Oh. It, oh, if you're a true Ro, Roca Roca Goma native, these things are in your blood. Local historian uh, Elian Augfis told the Post, "Drowning, the st- drowning stats back up the legend. Some residents say there were at least 160 drownings at that lake between mid to late 1800s hundreds to The 1970s, aver- averaging well over one a year, and only three victims were women, said former longtime Lake Wacomian lifeguard David Ignira, 74, setting or seating his own research. Ignoro, who was a decorated in colonial American history said that for 34 years he held guard the lake's beaches starting in the uh, 1960s. There were 30 drownings alone, all male victims. He, I heard it for years, all the legends the princess's curse. I thought it was all uh, make-believe, just a myth as a young man. But as I got older, <coughs> I kind of believed it. Well, I mean, how can you? I mean, people are dying once or twice a year. I mean, mm, what a coincidence! Okay. As the deepest lake on Long Island, Roanoke has been called the bottomless, although even the most strenuous believers believe the lady in the lake allegedly allegedly that that is true it's really the it's uh, it's literally the lake is 90 feet at its deepest crap that's deep for a lake yeah 90 feet deep and 10 feet along the edges at some point features a dangerous sudden 45 foot drop oh my god so it just sits there and then drops crazy uh but it's deep enough to keep some secrets as well. Virginia Schultz, uh she is 72, who lives in the edge lives on the edge of the lake, said her uncle was a lifeguard there briefly when she was little. During the uh first week on the job, he dove off the uh diving board and came up with a body on him. He didn't know it. Somebody had drowned in it and was in the water. Schultz told the uh, post, Wow, that's crazy. Uh, he quit right after that, she said. Schultz said she uh, does not consider the princess as evil. I view her as a person whose heart was broken. Still, she admitted that she never takes any chances, so she don't go swimming there either. When her son was in high school and planning to take a raft out into the lake with some uh, buddies, she did the. Uh, she did. She hid the small boat so the boys could not go out. Uh, Schultz said. Uh, said there have been so many drownings over the years that she cannot hear the whirl of the uh, helicopters anymore without tensing up. It means the search is on for another body. It's a horrible sound, she said. When they start their circles, you know somebody's in trouble, and the longer you hear it going, you're like, oh my God, are they going to find them? Ignorous, oh, Ignorius' recollection about the lake are just as troubling. He said in the months leading up to the uh, 4th of July, 1965, when he was a lifeguard, he had the uh, same dream every night for a week. He was diving very, very deep for someone and could not find them. Each time he reached the water surface in his dream, he saw fireworks. Their dream was unsettling that uh, he told his uh, fellow guards in just a precaution, the town allowed me to bring more guards to the uh, lake for the 4th of July. We had a few minor incidents that day, but nothing big. We, uh, oh, we, uh, had a few minor incidents that day, he said, and then epically a boy went down. Oh. We all cried. The police uh, grappled the body of a six-foot, fifteen-year-old boy. When he saw him, saw him taken away, he said to my guards, "We're clo- we're closing the beach today. Call the town and tell them." As the days went by, I said, "You." You know something? Maybe there is a princess. Maybe there is a princess there. Ah, uh, and that same guy has said he has uh, his own possible brushes with the lake. About four or five years ago, he said he was swimming uh, towards a uh, towards a local bar and grill on the edge of the uh, on the edge of the lake known as the lighthouse and when he got close he found himself swimming in place and then he got picked up and got thrown back he said the legend uh, does say that the princess lives in a deep hole near the lighthouse and there i was As dramatic as as locals' tales are, there are many residents who dismiss the princess story and just say it's a color folklore. So, yeah, that lake's pretty creepy and deep, man. Man, you don't ever hear of lakes being that deep. I mean, the great lakes, but I mean just normal lakes. You don't ever hear them being that deep. Jeez, Well, guys, I'm sorry I ran out of stories. Man, this one was pretty long. Sorry sometimes if I get tongue-tied and you don't understand what I'm saying, that's why I'll stop and try to go back and be like, ba da ba da ba da So, once again, though, I'm glad you guys came. Glad you listened to me. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a great week. Hope you enjoy enjoying some of its warmer weather and telling some stories by the old campfire at night. Ooh. But this has been Stephen Labooth, And this is Ghost Stories Told from the South. Episode 94. Don't forget, you can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, uh, iTunes, Amazon. All that good shit. And don't forget about a YouTube channel. Okay? And you people on the YouTube channel, don't forget that. Hit that click button. Y'all give me some good reviews. I'm doing my best. Uh, maybe next week, old, little old Steph will be in here with me, and she'll got some stories. So I think it'll be a good time. But thank you guys once again. I love my fans. I'm glad y'all uh, like what I do and like my stories. I don't know what I'm going to cover next week, but I'll have some good old scary stuff for you. So with that being said, I will see you guys later. Remember, don't get too scared tonight when you go to bed. See you later, guys.
1: Well, how's everybody doing today? It's your good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash. The most popular podcast in the world today. It's climbing up the charts faster than freaking slime on a spine, baby. Well, if you're wondering, what the hell is Borderline Texas Trash about? And who is it, some bitch Uncle Boo? Well, Uncle Boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasts in the day, babies. We gonna get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens. I'm coming in on white lightning, baby, on a silver saddle to bring you the best of borderline Texas trash, baby. I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I don't step into that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day. Talk about... Uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that, and we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts, do a little joking around, and my niece joins the show sometimes, we do a little segment called Ash Handy's Garage on Friday nights, baby, that's our live show we do sometimes, and then I got the uncle that I talked to down in, uh, Boothville, Louisiana, and he calls sometimes, and we have a little show called Uncle Dickie's Kona. So you guys come check out Texas Borderline, Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I know you will love it. We are on every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. Uh, I mean, we're on everything. We're even on Podbean, man. We even got our own YouTube channel. We even got an Instagram account, and we got our Facebook account. So go check us out, man, and come listen to the show. You'll get to listen to Ash Handy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dickie, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, babies. Because we we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've wine and dined with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just get your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politics bullshit, (laughs) come check my show out. Come check me and my crazy family out. Some of the shit we do, we do live uh, shows from the barbecue. So, I'll see you later. Bye.